1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mike Check Podcast. I am Joe. He is Kyle. Hello, Kyle. Hey, Joe. If we sound a little bit muffled, that's because we are wearing masks. And the reason we're wearing masks is because we have a new friend in studio. For the first time ever on this podcast, we have invited our Czech News legislative reporter. He is the host of the Political Capital podcast from Czech News, Rob Shaw, to join us in studio. Rob, hello. Hello, Joe. He's also wearing a mask, a little bit muffled.
2: <laughs> I've never sounded more intelligent in my life than I do right now.
1: <laughs> so, Rob, you have no idea why you're here.
2: I, I was told that there was food. There's no food. Okay. There's no food. Well, you
1: just wrapped the uh, latest episode of Political Capital. Mm-hmm. You were leaving. I said, keep Rob in the studio. I want him to stay here because I want his voice to kick things off. The reason I wanted you here is because you do not know what we're talking about. You are completely unbiased on this topic. Mm. And it's a topic that has kept me up all last night, tossing <laughs> and turning. Yesterday, we did a one-hour interview. Right. One hour. Yep. With two employees who work at the Red Barn Sandwich Bar.
3: Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's yes. a, that's the reaction we wanted, Yes. Right? Yes.
1: <laughs> Tell okay. me more. All right. So... The reason we did this is because I am a big fan of Red Barn Rats, but it goes beyond that. I think, and this is why I wanted you here, I think that there is something very synonymous with Victoria, Greater Victoria, and Red Barn Rats. And I compare it to, if you go to Philadelphia,
3: Kyle, you've been to Philadelphia. I have been there. And guess what I ate when I was there? Tell us. A Philly cheesesteak. When you go to Montreal, what do you have, Rob?
2: I have a bagel. I have a delicious Montreal bagel. That works. I was
1: looking for <laughs> poutine,
2: but no, I don't have poutine.
1: <laughs> but bagel I only have a bagel
2: and then I leave. That's <laughs> it.
1: You go to back on the plane. That's you're right, out. Yeah. You go to new Orleans. What do you have? You have jambalaya. Oh, yeah. There are foods out there that are synonymous with the city in which they're served. Yep. And here in Victoria, I don't know if I want to go as far as to say that, Oh, you go to Victoria, you have to have a red barn wrap, but I'm almost there mm-hmm. because, and I'll tell you why in this, then I want your thoughts. Red Barn is a South Island creation. They have seven stores. It mm-hmm. was built here. The only place in the world that you can go to a Red Barn market is in Greater Victoria. And they have this sandwich bar that is almost in some ways bigger than the actual store. There's people that only go for the sandwiches. Yep. So when you look at what has become, I think, almost like a cult following mm-hmm. of people that love these wraps and sandwiches, right. it has really become as I pull up my mask, <laughs> Greater Victoria's food item. Do you agree?
2: I do agree. I think a lot of people associate Red Barn with a quick and easy and delicious lunch. And here's the key. Here's the key to Red Barn. If you were asking me to distill it down into one thing that makes it special, it's how generous they are with the meat. That's it. Because you get a ton of bacon in your bacon wrap. You get a ton of uh, Montreal smoked beef in your... In your wrap, and you're, wrapping, you're looking at it and you're, you're paying $8 and you're thinking, man, I got a good deal here. I got a steal on this item. This is more meat than in the Subway Footlong or in anything else I could run out and get. And it's fresh and it's local.
1: But do you think that it, it oozes Vancouver Island? I mean, I don't necessarily think when I'm eating one, oh, you know, that that's a good tomato. I'm sure that was grown locally. But I do think when I'm eating it, mm. I'm doing a, ver- a very Vancouver Island thing. I'll take it it's- one step further. When we used to go to Vancouver, Mary and I, every time we came back, we would pull up the app, and this isn't, we should say this too, Kyle, this is in no way an ad. No, no, no. We are not getting paid. This is just
3: us being passionate
1: about (laughs) sandwiches. I thought there were
2: free wraps in the... (laughs) As Rob
1: (laughs) storms out of the studio. (laughs) No, this isn't a sponsored segment. This isn't an ad. This is something I truly believe, and I wanted to dissect a little further. Absolutely. Mary and I, every time we, we come home on the ferry, we pull up the app and order from the Van Almen Red Barn, and we get an app. And it's like coming home. You get off the ferry. You're going down the Papé Highway. You see the familiar, you know, sights and the yep. signs, and yep. then you stop and get a Red Barn wrap.
3: And that first bite tells me I'm home. I would have a very similar thing when I'd pick people up from the airport and then j- drive them back, and we'd swing into Red Barn on the way down, back, back down to Victoria. Yeah. Just get a Red Barn. Welcome to town.
1: So if I'm hearing you correctly, we're not crazy. This, yep. this line of thinking.
2: I think, you know, Red Barn itself, like the wrap exists in this kind of premium space that is made possible because Red Barn has really good ingredients. It's a little bit more expensive. It's very kind of West Coast-ish. You're going to pay more for your items when you go there, but you know that they're going to be local. The meat is local. Mm -hmm. The produce is local. It's all identified. And I think when you get a wrap, it's filled with stuff and you're like, well, I'm doing something good by being here. It's not mystery items, and it's not... It is a a kind of West Coast premium experience, I think.
1: It's called a sandwich bar. What do you think they sell more of? Sandwiches or wraps?
2: Oh, this is... You know what? I have been tempted occasionally to get the sandwich. Mm -hmm. They'll have a meatball special, Yeah. and I'll think, man, I wonder what that's like. (laughs) And then my finger hovers over the meatball, and then it just... (laughs) Slides down, and hits wrap, and then wrap. off I go.
1: Did you know that you can get garlic butter put on the outside of your sandwich and grilled, and the garlic butter, you know, sort
3: of solidifies in the sandwich?
2: This is like a Red Barn hack. It's like the secret Starbucks menu item. I'm telling How you. How did
3: you discover this? You're going to hear so many Red Barn hacks. What? Rob, there's a few more hacks
1: <laughs> oh, coming, coming man. your way. So, all right. Well, I'm glad we had Rob in here. Totally. I mean, and, and also for Rob's sake. The guy spends his whole day talking about politics. You know, it's, it can get a little stuffy over at Rob's desk. So we like to, <laughs> we like to have them come, come down to our level, right. the mic check level. Right. How that's, is political capital going, by the way?
2: That's great. That's great. We got yeah. lots of good stuff on there. I had Dr. Henry on the other day. Check out the old episodes. You know, in the legislature where I work, everyone goes to Red Barn because oh, yeah. it's right in James Bay and it's right there. And it just makes sense. You, you, everyone orders on their app. Everyone swings by. They give their first name. They get it from the little fridge right Mm -hmm. at the front door. There's a guy standing there whose job it is to give you your sandwich. That's it. Right. Boom. You're off. You see MLAs. You see cabinet ministers. I've never seen the premier, (laughs) but I've seen cabinet ministers go grab a red barn wrap and head back in and do their work. So
3: everyone there's a regular. They they know their order. They're all regulars.
1: Yeah. And it's funny. We actually talk about one former leader of a BC party. Yep and a certain wrap he purchased from a Red Barn in this episode. That story comes up, yeah. So we sat down with Daria and Lori yesterday. Lori's worked at Red Barn for four years. She's the online manager. Mm -hmm. She goes to all the stores, but mostly focuses online, but she does make sandwiches. And Daria, Daria has been working at the Van Alman location since grade nine. She started in the sandwich bar. She rotates through the deli section, cash, the meat department. We sat down with them, and <laughs> after we got off the, the interview, we looked back, and it was an hour long. Like, we really went deep. And I, I, almost, I almost think for us, we went a little too deep.
3: I don't know if we've had an hour-long episode on anything yet.
1: So, so we scaled it back. We did a little uh, podcast surgery. Right. So, what you're going to hear is some bits from this this interview with Daria and Lori. And again, I want to get through to people. This is not a paid ad. Right. This is just us being quirky and and thinking that this is a very Vancouver Island topic. Like, it, Red Barn raps are a, an, an
2: island thing. This is going to be your highest rated episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you mean it's going to get 17
2: hits? That's right. 17. I'm going to hit on it twice. It'll be 18. <laughs> <laughs> Double click.
1: Uh, the other thing you're going to hear about, uh, and we weren't going to bring this up, was the Kansas City Kyle rap. Mm-hmm. We didn't go into the backstory, but Kyle does have a rap named after him. Mm. Uh, from uh, we, we went on a search many years ago for the best sandwich in town, Red yep. Barn One. They named a sandwich after Kyle. So I just wanted to put that context in there so you know. <laughs> we weren't going to bring it up. They did. I thought it was, you know, dead in the water. They hadn't been making these things for years. It's
3: still there. They still make them.
1: Turns out it's very popular. So without further ado, Rob, by the way, thank you for setting the stage. Oh, thanks for having me. It's great to be on here. Well, I just wanted to make sure that we weren't crazy. Like, we weren't... No, I,
2: I, I mean, I'm not a doctor, <laughs> but I certify you to be totally 100% sane <laughs> using all the medical credentials granted to me by the province of British Columbia.
1: <laughs> we have also asked Rob, by the way, to come back and be part of one of our roundtables. I think he'd be perfect. Ooh. I think there's some interest there, perhaps.
2: I'm here. All I'm right. here. All you have to do is just say, hey, here's $200, and I'm there. <laughs>
3: Okay. <laughs> this one was a wrap. Next time it's $200. All right. Yeah. All right. So here
1: is Daria and Lori from Red Barn Markets as we dive deep, extremely deep into the world of the Red Barn Sandwich Wrap and Bar. Lori, walk us through the back end here. I mean, we just heard from Daria. She was hired on, and then they, they moved her to the sandwich bar mm-hmm. area. Is, is that typical of what happens with new employees i mean it's a sandwich bar something that you work up to or are people just assigned to work there walk us through the process generally
4: uh right now we're trying to hire people for sandwich bar specifically so generally that's where we start people at red barn either sandwich bar or on the cash mm. um because we do have a training video that does specifically train people on how to make our custom-made sandwiches for customers. So
1: there is a training video that new employees watch oh, about man. how there. to make make a sandwich. Yes, there is.
3: Is it oh. available on YouTube or something? Can we can we watch that somehow? We need to get I'll a copy. i have
4: to check with the powers that be. <laughs> we have
3: to get a copy of this video. So
1: Dario, you've seen this video.
5: I have, yeah.
1: Explain to us what's in the video. I, I mean, how does it start? I mean, do they say, I mean, we've all made sandwiches
3: before. Take the bread, put the ingredient on it, and close it up. Yeah. But-
5: they, they display it like it's an art form. It's like, start with the sauces. These are all the different sauces. And then this is where you put the cheese. Because it's very specific. Making these sandwiches, there's a process to it. Absolutely. It's not just throw all the stuff on. There, Meat goes on one side, cheese goes on the other, veggies. Sometimes you put sauce on top of the veggies
1: yeah no. no no and I mean, this was later in my list of fifty questions but <laughs> it's let's on just, the backside, let 's just dive in now. I am curious now there is a difference on the online app Lori. you you might be able to speak to this, yeah. and it's always interested me. There is a difference between a sauce and a spread mm. when when Ooh. you're when you're building your your wrap, and I guess it may be in the store i can 't remember if they ask you, I think they do. When they're first putting the sandwich together, they ask you what spread you want. And, you know, you can put, like, the chipotle mayo, which is fantastic, and honey mustard. And then later on in the app, after you pick your meat and cheeses and other things, they ask you about your spread. And it's like ranch and barbecue sauce and some other. To me, those things, spreads and sauces seem like the same thing. Right.
4: They are. But, um, like, the spreads are more like the mayos and that kind of stuff. And then the sauces would be more like the ranch the barbecue and um, those type of things. And that's, again, like Daria was saying, the whole process of, you know, you put on one side of the bread your mustard, which is your spread, and then the other side your mayo, which is your your other spread. Mm -hmm. And then you have the sauces that you kind of put in
1: between. The garlic butter. You used to have garlic butter. Did you not that you would put on the outside of some of the bread and then toast it? Is that was that just for a limited time or is that
5: but we still have that
1: you still have that yeah so somebody can get the garlic butter and get it toasted on the outside yeah there's a specific request
5: yeah sometimes if it's Personally, for me, if someone's ordering a sandwich, I'm like, ooh, I would definitely eat that. I'd be like, do you want to try it with some garlic butter, like, toasted on the
1: outside? This is what I wanted to get. (laughs) It's little things like that. I didn't know if the garlic butter was still around.
3: But if it's one that's like, ah, that one's okay, you would not offer the garlic butter? Is that what... Well,
5: sometimes they're, like, they're not too sure if that's, like, the end of the sandwich, or they're not too sure what they want on it. I'm like, oh, well, you could try some garlic butter. Kind of just a suggestion. Nice.
3: Who
1: would say no to garlic <laughs> butter on the bread. Like, that, that to I, me uh, is a, a no-brainer. <laughs> right? Yeah. All right. Wraps versus sandwiches. I'm a big wrap guy. I I, I I can't remember the last time I actually got a sandwich. Yeah. I love the wraps. I think it's just because I think they're healthier and I'm not eating bread. Which Every I,
3: time we talk about the sandwich bar, you refer to it as a wrap. Like You t- say sandwich bar and yeah. then you talk about the wraps.
1: Yeah, I just... I, I my mind says wrap is healthy, so I can eat a bunch of wraps. And anyway, what's more popular? And, and if you can, is it fifty fifty? Is it 60-40, You know, sandwiches over wraps. What do you think, Daria?
5: I think I think the wraps are more popular. Really? Yeah.
1: Is
3: that surprising,
5: Kyle? Sixty forty.
3: I think so. I don't know. I imagine more people would be getting sandwiches, oh. but wraps are the wraps are where it's at. Lori, is you agree
1: there? I mean, are wraps that is somewhat surprising?
4: I do agree. The wraps are more popular. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to have um, with the some of the men that we had, they have bigger hands. So they used to have challenges on how much vegetables they could put in a wrap and to get it closed and make it fit into the wrap. <laughs> so we've had wraps made uh, over two pounds
1: oh my with goodness. all the
4: fixings in wow. it.
1: Well, this takes me into... Yeah. Uh, another question that you knew was going to come up. I am always amazed at the ability for your sandwich artists to wrap the wraps. The actual process of folding them up. Because, you know, I have made wraps at home. I made well, Last night, we had wraps. We cooked some chicken and made wraps. You know what happened? My wrap ripped. I, it just it tore I, a hole right in the tortilla. Yep, it just ripped. So Daria walk us through the wrapping process how come it seems like everyone that works at red barn never wraps or never rips the wraps
5: i think if we have they're not special wraps but they're not just basic ones you like buy at the grocery store. so if we're getting like really technical i think it's something to do with like the gluten in them Mm. makes it like easier they're a little more like stretchy almost so it's kind of just like it all depends on like your first fold so if you get it and it goes over all the veggies, and then you're able just to like bring it in super tight, it's, you're not gonna have any problems. Are it's
3: they warm? It. Are they warmed up at all, or is it just like straight nope, wrap?
5: Just straight wrap.
3: Mm. So
1: it seems to me the correct way to roll and wrap is to get all of the items sort of in the center of the wrap, and then it's it's the sides over first, and then a twist. Is that correct? Yeah. Is there anything in that process that you think makes it? Uh, go smoother like is there a tip there
5: uh I just if like if your corners are in tight Mm -hmm. I don't know it's like it's a lot of thumb work you could say just making sure that you pull everything in and there's no like gaps or anything in like the first fold then most of the time all the edges will close it'll be all nice. you don't
3: you don't need to put like a spread on the side as like a glue or anything do you it'll just like get there or do you kind of put some glue on there
5: yeah. Well, if you get it grilled, that like seals it, that feels it pretty
1: good. Do you ever, when you're making a larger wrap, <laughs> do you ever hope in the back of your mind that the customer says yes to grilling it? Like, are you thinking as you're making it, if this guy doesn't ask for it to be grilled, this thing's going to fall apart and be a mess because it definitely helps keep it together.
5: Yeah, all the time. And sometimes it's like a super huge wrap and they're like, I don't want it grilled. I'm like, it's not really going to hold together too well if you don't get it grilled. You might want to try it on there.
1: Do you ever say halfway through as he's like, yep, yeah, more lettuce, more lettuce, more lettuce? Do you ever say, are you getting this thing wrapped? Like, like let me know now so I can prepare for that.
5: I, I just go with it. I just hope yeah. for the best.
1: <laughs> Lori, um, let's go back to that video, that training video. How much of that video and the training process is spent on the actual wrapping process? I imagine that it has to be a step within that.
4: There is a step specifically on how to wrap them. And also, there is a step that we can do if there is too many ingredients that you can do like an open-sided one. So that's, it's kind of like, um, what do you call them, the like a doner or something right so that it's open on one side and then you close it on the other side and then again the grilling is the whole process that keeps it sealed so
1: who wrote this the training manual for making the rafts because my understanding is you know a local group bought red barn and in a few years after it first started mm-hmm. and Were they sandwich artists before, or was this trial and error? Did you, did Red Barn search out a sandwich making expert to kind of put this together? Because it sounds like along the way they went, all right, these are so popular, we have to make a training video. Who do you get to do that? Like a guy that's had a lot of sandwiches, who's made a lot?
4: Actually, it's a, it's a, it's a woman. It's our um, deli uh, director. And her name is Lisa, and I've worked with her before, actually, Red Barn was bought. Um, And, uh, yeah, she's got over probably 20 years' experience in delis, just like I do as
1: well. So, This is the moment in the podcast where I suggest you go get a Red Barn wrap.
3: Yeah, th- I'm I'm feeling so hungry right now if I could just get up out of the studio chair and go to Red Barn right now, I'd be there.
1: Here's what I'd like you to do. Take your
3: device, not the
1: device you're listening to this podcast on because I want to make sure that the this podcast, this episode yeah. continues to play.
3: Oh, you can you can listen to this and do other things on your device. I guess you can sort
1: of close down the app. Without turning it off, just minimize it, and <laughs> so then you open hit up home, and you go to yeah, your new app. Yeah, and... That works. I've done that before. <laughs> so, so what we'd like you to do is don't turn off the app, but minimize it, make it disappear, so you can download from the app store the Red Barn app and mm-hmm. order a sandwich, mm-hmm. and then you can enjoy a sandwich. Go get it and enjoy the sandwich as you hear this ad read for Budget Blinds Victoria, our favorite place. To get blinds in the capital city. Oh, yeah. I don't want to talk about blinds specifically. No. I want to talk about solar shades solar shades. Now you you probably thought we were going to talk about solar panels because I told you before this started we're talking about solar you panels. You said
3: solar panels. I'm yes. imagining the rooftop I'm like Budget yeah. Plains Victoria does solar panels. Yeah, that was my
1: bad. <laughs> they don't sell solar panels but they do have solar shades and solar oh. shades are incredible. They are an effective shield against solar heat. They help keep your energy costs down and they reduce glare from the sun. So this is how they work. They effectively filter and diffuse natural sunlight. Okay. So what you, you, you picture yourself in your living room. I'm, I'm sun there. sun is yes. beaming down on you from the window. Right. You lower a solar shade and it's gonna block out those harmful UV rays. And and this is where it gets me. Yeah. It's gonna keep your room cooler.
3: Oh, love that. Especially as we get into these summer months. Oh,
1: <laughs> it's perfect. Just imagine being in a dimly lit room watching a your favorite movie.
3: With no glare on your television. Don't you hate it when it's sunny <laughs> out
1: and you're inside watching you know, a game or a movie and you're yep. thinking to yourself, oh, it's so nice outside. i got to be outside. I've got chores to do. I should mow the lawn, work in the garden. Yep.
0: As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming.
3: You're good to go. And it just it creates that ambiance that you want. We specifically put our TV in a spot where I was like, this will be the least glare from the window. Yes. If we would have gotten solar shades. Guilt-free enjoyment. That's what they <laughs> should put on the list of things that solar shades provides. Right. Guilt-free enjoyment. Put your TV wherever you want in your room. You won't get a glare. <laughs> solar shades. Go see them.
1: At Budget Blinds Victoria on 4th Street, they have an impressive collection of designer inspired fabrics and colors. It will add balance and style to your room. Mm. Uh, they also have ways to customize the solar shades, you know, so you can combine a, a certain color with a texture. It's very impressive. Wow. Budget Blinds Victoria on 4th Street, tell them Mike Check sent you. We are big fans and we know you will be as well. Most popular wraps and sandwiches. Mm -hmm. Daria, what is the most popular item ordered from the sandwich bar? Uh,
5: Probably a spinach wrap, half sun-dried tomato turkey, half bacon.
1: On a spinach wrap?
5: Yeah, either spinach or tomato. Those are the two most popular ones.
1: I did not see that coming. Wow, me either. What is it about the spinach wrap? And I'll be honest. I don't taste a lot of flavor in the spinach versus tomato versus plain whole wheat. I mean, you can't whole, really tell. Nah, <laughs> you can't really tell. I mean, the whole wheat, you can you can tell. But spinach versus tomato, to me, and I get spinach again because I think it's healthier. Mm-hmm. But I, there's not much of a noticeable taste difference there, is there?
5: No.
1: Yeah. I, like,
5: I've, I've tried probably everything in the sandwich bar. And then the wraps, when, like, when I'm ordering my own sandwich, I'm like, just... Whichever rap, they all taste the same. I've said that to a couple customers, and they're like, "Oh, like, what do they taste like?" I'm like, "They all kind of taste the same." Yeah, I, I think love it's more them. just for the just for the look of them. Like, do you want a green one? Do you want a red one? Funny, we st- had the cheese ones; those ones are popular.
1: Funny story. So when Andrew Weaver was the leader of the Green Party, mm-hmm. he was down at the legislature one day, and he used to go down to the to the James Bay Red Barn to get lunch, like right. many of the politicians and political staffers do. Absolutely. And I remember we had to clip him for a story. And he said, well, just meet me outside of the Red Barn. I'm going down to get a wrap. And so he went down to get his wrap. And he came out and they, you know, talked to him after. And he was walking away. He stopped and turned back to the camera. And he said, oh, you got to see this. You got to see this. And he opened up the wrap and it was a green wrap. And he thought that was really neat because he was the leader of the green (laughs) party.
3: He thought that was terrific. Just a little bit of branding there in the wrap. Yeah. Okay.
1: So uh, you said it was spinach wrap with half sun-dried tomato half bacon that's the
3: most popular yeah okay is that a menu item or something that seems very specific that's
1: a. Menu. It's,
5: it's just like an it's an unwritten
3: one okay
1: well everything's a little un unwritten is it not i mean it's all create your own it, it, there doesn't seem mm-hmm. it's not like there's do any do, do people go in and say i want a ham like i just make me a ham ham and cheese sandwich does that happen because it's, it's always custom is it not
5: yeah sometimes they ask that but yeah um like they get to choose their bread and like which kind of cheese they want and right. sometimes you have like more than one type of ham in the bar so then you're like oh rosemary or old fashioned and then obviously they get to like throw on the sauce and the veggies and everything so,
1: so if that if that's the most popular what is the least popular like what items don't move often
5: hmm
1: tuna I can't yeah, I can't see many tuna wraps tuna flying salad. off egg salad.
5: Yeah, those are probably the two like least got ones. But we make the pre made of those and those like they go off the shelves like crazy.
1: I wonder what that so. why do you think that is, Lori? Like why do you think tuna and egg salad aren't popular in the custom order but when they're pre made, they're they're bought.
4: I think it's um in the pre made you just have the the egg and the and the lettuce. Mm -hmm. or the tuna and lettuce so um when you get it in a custom made it again i'll use that word it gets slippery because it's got the mayonnaise and stuff in there that when you try to make a barn high sandwich or a wrap it's just too saucy or too slippery
1: that is the first time we've heard barn high which is something that yeah. I that would I don't use that very often. Uh, same. So, can you, Lori? Can you expand on Barn High? Because before we got going, I requested from the head office some facts on Red Barn, and there was this whole page on Barn High, and it's something I've never heard of.
4: That's what um, Lisa came up with, um, because we're known for even our sandwiches, like for trays or even um, the ones that we pre or we make. Once you get all those ingredients on there and you stack it the way that we're trained to stack it, it's as high as a barn.
1: I love it. It really is. So do people ever order, Daria, I'd like a ham sandwich and let's make this thing barn high? Do they say that?
5: (laughs) I've never had someone say that to me before. Personally this was actually my first time hearing that used. He I knew I knew the tree was named after that, but I didn't know like the origins of
1: that. Yeah, no, so, but I think maybe it's just the original, you know, early days. You know, people have been going there for a long yeah. time. They know about Barn High. Barn High oh, sandwiches. Make, yeah, let's make this thing Barn High. <laughs> How about, Daria? The wildest thing someone has ordered. There has to be some orders that stand out in your mind. That the they were just so over the top or weird or quirky and different that you went, holy cow. I mean, I've never seen that before.
5: (laughs) Yeah. Well, some people, they just get like crazy specific ones. So it's like, I want three tomatoes, five little banana pepper rings, and, you know, six little shreds of lettuce. Um, So there's a couple people who do that. But probably the craziest sandwich I ever had made, it, it was a wrap. And someone got hummus and tuna. And he's like it's a guy he comes in quite often too and he gets the same thing and every time I make it I'm kind of just like not my cup of tea might be good I'll never try it but it makes it makes me just wonder a little bit
4: I know you know some of the guys that we've had they have competitions in regards to how much they can add to sandwiches as well as um, we do have um, one sandwich that's on five of our menu boards the Kansas City Kyle which is a specific (laughs) Sandwich that was made.
3: Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> now, do you now, no, Lori? Do you know that this is the Kyle? <laughs>
4: I've heard that this is the Kyle. We
1: weren't even going to bring it up. We, we I, <laughs> truly, listeners, we weren't even going to go there. But okay, so people still order that.
4: Oh yes, at this location for sure. Yeah. We're... We have uh, tons of people that order it, like at least you know a handful of times in a day.
1: Oh man, Daria, have you ever made one of those? The Kansas City Kyle. Many times. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised. <laughs> I thought this thing would have died by now. It's, yeah, it's
3: still going strong. Oh,
5: it's super popular. Oh. It's super good
3: too. I think that's why. Does, it is really good, and that's when we it was did shocking. You'd say that. I'd say shocking, and <laughs> it was barn high. Whenever we first, yeah. when the the backstory of all this, like trying to eat that sandwich for the first time, it was it was barn high. I could barely fit it in my mouth. But in terms of regulars, Daria,
1: we, we've we touched on a little bit, but. I'd like to know how often these regulars come back. I mean, are there people that visit every day and get the same thing, or, or is that sort of unheard of, or is it like once every couple of days? How how popular is this place with the people that, that come more than once?
5: Yeah, there's so many regulars who come in every day, and they get the exact same thing. There's like a handful of them. I, I see them. I'm out in the store grabbing something. I'm like, oh, hey, like, how's it going? And I just jump back there and just make it for them. They just go and pay. They just stand there and wait for it because we just know it.
3: Really? Are there ever yeah. days when they do want something else and, and they're like, no, 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 hang on? Or is it always, they always get the same thing?
5: Most of the time they get the same thing. There's one guy in particular. He, he gets the same sandwich, same sauce and everything, but it's either a roast beef or a turkey day. So I always make sure to ask, which one? Roast beef or turkey? But everything else is the same.
1: Now, you're, you're not exaggerating here. It's every day with these people.
5: Yeah, Monday through Friday. So not Most of the time on the weekend, you don't see them because they're not at work. Right. But.
1: The scales that you use to weigh the meat, I have seen some places they're used. They're not always used. Some pl- times they're not used. I, I'm And I don't want to get anyone in yeah, trouble. Don't get anyone I in, trouble don't, in trouble. That's here. not what I'm <laughs> trying to do here. And, and perhaps the people that don't use them know exactly how much to put on, but uh standard procedure to use the scale or you know and especially when they're slammed with a lot of people sometimes uh and again not trying to get people in trouble but is the scale part of the process yeah okay way,
5: way in the meat like most important
1: okay so i take that back i've never seen I <laughs> that before, never seen that before. <laughs> i've never seen that before i don't want to gloss over the the weird orders because you know we kind of touched on it mm-hmm. but is there anything else maybe now that you've had a chance to sort of think about it, a bit, is there anything else that stands out to you that's been so quirky or out there or different
5: yeah sometimes we get we get crazy ones on the app that it's it's like six different sauces and then they want like cranberry and horseradish on there too and those ones, it's kind of like that's just that's a lot of sauce on one sandwich. Like, that's just kind of weird. <laughs> but then there, there's a couple that come in. Um, I tried one yesterday actually. Like someone had ordered someone had ordered this sandwich. And then when I was making it, I'm like, okay, that sounds pretty fun. They got it's just one portion of meat. So they got three different kinds of meat though, but it was all split just into like one portion size. So I think it was Montreal smoked beef, turkey, and then bacon. So then I had that on my break. So it's was going on break, I think, like 20 minutes later. And I tried it, and I'm like, this is really good. But you would you would never think to get three different kinds of meat on one round.
3: Yeah, that's, that's the stuff. This is what I love. <laughs> this,
1: this is what I love because I'm not the kind of person that looks at a menu. There's people that look at menus, and they go, well, I bet you you can tweak this or add this or, yep. or do this. Yep. And they're just like order wizards, right? So that's why there's – and there's people out there that do this. What about the comment section, Daria? Like have you ever seen – because on the app there's comments, right? You can, you can you know, put a couple comments. Is there not? Has, have people left comments on there that are like, whoa, whoa, very specific maybe?
5: Yeah, uh, I've gotten a couple that like it's normally just like exact amounts of veggies. So they'll say like three pickles, or they'll go yeah. like they'll say super light on salt and pepper. That one's kind of normal, or extra sauce. Those are just like the popular ones. I haven't really seen one that was like super. Whoa, that's not strange. But like,
3: draw a smiley face out of mustard or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
5: Yeah, no, I've never gotten one of those. I'm sure it's happened before at, like, one of the many stores.
1: We're going to end by, I I want to ask both of you, you know, if you had your perfect sandwich, what would be on it? Before we get there, and th- this is just, you, you have a moment to think about it. Before we get there, what about peanut butter and jelly, PB&J? Is, is that something you offer, Daria? i I
5: personally never made one, but... I know we have jam in the sandwich bar, and I've seen peanut butter in there a couple times. So I'm pretty sure that in the mornings there there might be maybe it's like a specific customer that comes in and gets it. Mm. But we de- it's definitely an option. It's just not not one that's like like displayed or anything. So I don't think many people know about it. So no one really gets it. Mm.
1: I think that would do well in the mornings. You could mark it down, right? It wouldn't have to cost as much as anything else. But a quick PB and J or to you know peanut butter on toast yeah that's you could charge for that i think i i I, I think you could um do you like working in the sandwich bar daria like is that your favorite place to work
5: it's it's number two on my list
1: oh wow (laughs) what are we missing (laughs) holy cow what's your number one my number
5: one is the meat department
1: and why? and Um, why is that
5: I, I just like you're kind of, you're by yourself or you're working with one other person just in the little cooler, kind of stuck in the corner. Mm-hmm. So I, I just like it. I like it in there. Um, but I do really like the sandwich bar. So And I, I'm out there. I'm in the sandwich bar more than I'm anywhere else. So I have to like it.
1: Yeah. But. Well, we appreciate the honesty. And yeah. I mean, you don't have a sandwich bar without a meat bar. So, you know, you, yeah. they, the two go hand in hand. <laughs> Lori, we'll start with you of all the wraps and sandwiches you have had in your life from red barn what is your favorite thing to order and spare no detail like walk us through this thing
4: um mine would be uh the sun-dried tomato turkey half and half with half turkey and half bacon all right and then pretty much all the fixings barn high Barn high in a wrap though. <laughs> I love
1: it. Can barn barn high applies to sandwiches, I guess. Not it's
4: more sandwiches rather okay, than okay. barn high, yeah. Sauces so and the sauces, my favorites the Chipotle mayo.
1: I love yeah, the Chipotle yeah. Mayo. It's awesome. Daria, what about you? All
5: right. Mine's a little mine's a little out there. So I'm sure this might this might inspire some people to try mine. I get uh, like a sun dried tomato wrap and then I get Tzatziki instead of cheese. And I get chipotle mayo and garlic mayo on it as well. Sounds, sounds kind of gross, but it's super good. My favorite thing. Uh, and then half sun-dried turkey, half bacon, just like everyone else. And then most, most of the veggies, except for olives and jalapenos, but everything else.
3: Wow. Nice.
1: Yeah. So tzatziki instead of cheese? Yeah. And then what were the other two sauces?
5: Uh, chipotle mayo and garlic mayo.
1: Yeah, that's good stuff. Oh, yeah. And why do you like that? Does it give it a little tang, a little kick?
5: Yeah, I, I get it grilled, too. Um, it just it kind of makes it kind of fresh tasting because, mm-hmm. like, the tzatziki is just, like, a good base. And I, I don't really like the cheese anyways. I don't really eat cheese. Mm-hmm. So, like, you get that instead.
1: So
3: I just add some, like, freshness, and it goes well with pretty much any meat as
1: well. And it complements the veggies, you could say. Oh, I'm so hungry right now. They call it a Daria. All you got to say is Daria. My last question, and, Lori, I think this would probably be best to you. I have always wondered if a Red Barn sandwich mobile truck Mm. or van or food truck would look at Daria's face. Her <laughs> jaw just dropped. It did. I always wondered if that would work, or if it would cost too much, or not be efficient. I mean, I think that if you had, it, it wouldn't even have to be a big food truck. Like it could be a, a, a sandwich sort of trailer on the back of a bike. You, Kyle and I actually chatted about we, this the other day. <laughs> we planned this. We planned, all planned out. this all up. You'd have to have you know, stock on hand. So maybe if you had a van that pulled something and it was, it had a fridge in it and I guess it's a food truck at the end of the day (laughs) because you'd have to have a fridge for all your stuff. But has this ever been discussed or talked about making the red barn sandwich wrap mobile?
4: We had one uh, sandwich artist who was very, um, she, she thought it could be done, but we never got around to doing it. And she has moved on since then. But it is something that is feasible. I don't know where the owners are. We'd have to get the owners on board to um, put out the money to invest in something like that. Because, yeah, I know in this day and age, the food trucks are like a huge thing just Mm. for events and so on and so forth. Yeah, I can see it being popular.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I mean, it might be too much work. Like in theory, it might sound like a good idea. But if you really look at it, it might be too much work. I don't know. You'd have to make a business case for it, but I'm glad to hear someone else pitched it. Dar- Daria, is that the first time you've heard about that?
5: Yeah. I've suggested before, uh, me, this was kind of just jokingly talking with the owners. I'm like, we should put drive-through windows in because then for the online orders, people just come and you just hand them their sandwich. Then, like, no one really has to come in the store. I've never heard of like a food truck red barn, but
1: a red if the owners
5: barn? Are listening, I'll work it. Any
1: day. A, ra- <laughs> a Red Barn drive through Wow. Right? Yeah, that would be a great idea. That would be a great idea. Okay. Well, Kyle, do you have anything else? To- <laughs> I mean, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. And here's the thing. I think that some people listening who have made it this far in this episode mm-hmm. might think that, you know, Kyle and I are a little out there for wanting to dedicate a whole episode on this right but i truly believe in my heart of hearts there are enough people out there that love red barn sandwiches and wraps that get them often that would th- that thoroughly enjoy discussing wraps and sandwiches and would liked what they just heard yeah and so i i appreciate both of you daria um and Lori, for coming on and talking with us uh it's been uh, truly it's been great so thank you to both of you anything you'd like to, to say Lori? we'll start with you as we wrap up here
4: uh no I think we've covered it um <laughs> and the some. <laughs> we, you know we try to source everything that's local so right. um you know that's one big initiative that we have so um and to keep everyone on the island working and stuff yeah. so yeah
1: you, I, I read that you guys have over 400 employees wow yeah yeah so it's yeah. a big operation yeah. and, and we're lucky we're, to have uh this locally owned it's locally owned correct
4: it is locally yeah. owned, yeah. Okay. It's a group of local entrepreneurs.
1: <laughs> nice. Daria, what about you? Any final thoughts?
5: Uh, it's, it's great here. I can't, can't say enough good things you get say. Oh. But especially for, for high school students, too, because this, this is like the only job I really know of that's so flexible with their scheduling, totally accommodates the school hours. And even, you know, if you have a test the next day that you didn't know about, you work that night, easy enough to get the shift covered and if you send your manager a text or phone them they'll most of the time they'll help you get covered if possible so Mm. or they'll even let you leave like an hour or so early just so you can go study They're they're just worried about you doing good in school like they have an emphasis on that with their students that's for sure
1: well you know you need to uh you need to have math skills when you're looking at that scale and weighing meats (laughs) and stuff right that stuff's important well um to all the employees at Red Barn who mm. listen to this podcast, keep up the great work. We are big fans of what you do. Yes, thank and you. To the owners of Red Barn, we think you've got a great operation. I think it's come across that, that, that we <laughs> <laughs> we like the business. So, and you said, Lori, if uh, if anybody needs a job out there, you're hiring. You're looking for sandwich artists. Is that right? We are. Yeah, we're they're... always looking for
4: sandwich artists
1: and okay. people that are you know,
4: in this, or have initiative. Uh. That's awesome. Want to work for us, yeah.
1: Well, thank you to you two for joining us, and Mm -hmm. thank you to our listeners for joining us for that uh, episode on – the sandwich bar and wrap bar at Red Barn Markets, uh, as always, subscribe, share the podcast, follow us on Instagram, Mike Check Podcast, M-I-C Check, all one word. Uh, we'll have videos and behind-the-scenes uh, content. We will be having some Red Barn Market content popping up soon. Oh, the yeah. one thing we'd like to do, Lori, and maybe we have to talk to Miranda about this, who helps <laughs> set, set up this interview, we would love to come down and make a wrap and actually fold it. Could we do that?
4: I'm sure we could uh, arrange that, yeah.
1: Okay, awesome. Daria, we should do it when you're there, Daria, so you, you can help us yeah. Help us uh, do it. Okay.
5: I, I volunteer. I'll, I'll train you guys.
1: Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. <laughs> I'll
5: show you my way. A
1: <laughs> couple of Daria wraps. Okay, perfect. <laughs> we'll set this up. We'll put the video on Instagram. Uh, thank you for listening. Daria, Lori, thanks for coming on.